This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And we are back. This is Paul. And this is Rich. And we are here with a Kessel Run episode, which, as you, our loyal listeners, will recall, is when we just, we just like, we blast through. It's like 12 parsecs and we're done, right? It's, I mean, it's less than 12 parsecs. It's under 12 parsecs. And and we just, we just, we just dip in, we dip out, and we do some Star Wars and that's it, bro. That's it. We're done. Pow. (laughs) Uh, So up this time, we have a nice little, a nice neat little two issue arc from the 2017 Charles soul Darth Vader series, which, which we have also done some other episodes on and which by God, I am really enjoying this whole yeah. set of these comics. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, it, I, like not, not that anything that I was expecting, but really yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's, I will I will cop to the audience and to you that you know it's been a little while since we've done a comics episode or since the last Vader comics episode that we recorded it and you know I actually sat down and I went through these because we decided this, these would be the next two issues we, we did for right. for a Kessel Run episode and so I, it was like the next day maybe that I actually sat down and I like took a few notes on these two issues and like I just kept going so i finished the whole darth vader 2017 to 2018 series nice the whole thing yeah um which so let me let me preemptively propose one of our go along continue further episodes is to continue this series because it's there are many things here worthy of further discussion for sure i think Okay. So, second. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. I like it. But this getting the the dude the cart is so far ahead of the horse right now because <laughs> we're we're not fucking talking about that we're talking about the thing. So so let's let's do a patent pending, patent applied for rich, Davenport trademark, registered trademark summary if you are so inclined. I I am and I've kept this short because. It's a Kessel Run. Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to dive too deep into the story. Number one, it's two issues long, and we're going to talk about it. So, but it's called Vader: The Rule of Five, and it goes a little something like this: <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> a, a bounty hunter, or. <laughs> A bounty has been placed on Vader's head, and as he soon discovers, it comes from the highest floors of the Imperial Palace. Fighting his way to the palace on Coruscant, Vader confronts the Emperor, who assures him that the more powerful Vader becomes, the more enemies he will make. In a move that is most likely meant to coddle Vader, Palpatine then announces Vader's existence to the Empire at large. So, actually question about that last sentence yeah was that the empire at large or was that like the high command of the military i think it was the military it's okay kinda, okay and, I, and that's kind of where i was going with it. i don't think of like your average you know moisture farmer as part of the empire i just you know i'm thinking oh of, right, like, right 
I'm thinking of the bad like, guys. Like you know. the Imperials. The, the Imperials, like, yeah. Everyone who puts on a suit with little colored tiles on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is this or the who, Purina logo, you know? Yeah. Those are the, yeah. <laughs> Those are the people who now know that Vader is basically speaks with the voice of the Emperor for the military, for the right. for for imperial type stuff. Right. Which which I guess jumping to the end of this stuff, because why the fuck not? Who cares? Well, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. We got the runs to go straight yeah. to the end. <laughs> we just we just like darted through a wormhole and just jumped right to the end. The, right. Which which to me actually sort of came across as a little bit away from how I've perceived Vader until now, because because to me, did the Emperor just announce that Vader is is more powerful than? Tarkin. Yeah. Or is that the way it comes off? Yeah. Yeah. And then of course in the films, it does not appear that Vader has more power than like guys like Tarkin. You know what I mean? Not, so not, he certainly doesn't seem like he has more power than any of those guys around that table when they're having the yeah. discussion. They're all like, um, yeah, Vader, you dumb dumb. Stop yeah. talking about your weirdo shit. You know? <laughs> Why you play Dungeons and Dragons, you nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice too that so the emperor the emperor brings those people together and he's like, "This is Lord Vader. He speaks with my voice. He has my authority, or whatever." Right. And and in this scenario too, the emperor doesn't use the force at all. No. Vader is the one using the force to like kill people and stuff. Yeah. So I still am not sure whether people think that the emperor has any sort of powers. I'm not sure either. Um, but I do think that it was a calculated move so that people knew that Vader was a force sensitive. Like, yeah, what we're talking about, guys, is there at the very end, Vader picks hand picks a, a group of of Imperials to basically choke out in front of everybody else and be like, mm-hmm. "Fuck y'all," you know. <laughs> so I think that that was. I think I do think that that was a very calculated move to prove his power in front of them on mass, you know, right. Instead, right. Of, instead of there being rumors or whispered, you know, room, whispered, you know, lines in a hallway somewhere this, this way, all the upper echelon people know what he, they're doing. like, okay. Okay. Just don't piss him off. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. Which like in, in, even in the larger context of this, this series, that it was smart of Vader to ask for that too. Yeah. Because there was the remember the the guy who was doing the investigation of the blown up of Jocasta News blown up ship. Yeah. Yep. He, and he was getting pretty lippy with Vader. He's like, what do I call you, you little douchebag? Like he's not, <laughs> you know, he's and then like so I think Vader sort of realized that like people don't know what the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's basically asking Palpatine to like Hey, are we so are we boyfriend and girlfriend now, or just like <laughs> seeing each other, or what's the deal? Do I get to wear your jacket or whatever? You know, like check here for yes. Check here for <laughs> <laughs> am I am I your apprentice? Check yes or no. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's> good. <laughs> okay, so that's so that's that. We also see that. Palpatine is like, you know, you can mess with whoever you want to, but don't touch Tarkin. Yeah, everybody, anybody yeah. but Tarkin. Anybody but yeah. Tarkin. So, yeah, so clearly, like, 
so that that'll be interesting to play out or see play out somewhere i don't know where that would be to find out more about what special things palpatine has in mind for tarkin like like was was tarkin a a fulcrum of some point over which palpatine did something important i mean it, he he wasn't in these two two books no so uh, i guess i don't know if that's if that's going to play out a little bit later on something or or what i don't know is it because is it because tarkin is kind of in charge of the uh, death star stuff the like, death star stuff like i i know that i know that krennic was the one that made the death star that helped you know right. kind of form in the- that job but but Tarkin was kind of in charge of all of that. You know what I mean? Like he was, Tarkin was the one who was like in command of it. Right. Like Krennic was like, yeah, because Krennic was like kind of the architect. He could, he made the whole thing fucking go. Right. But, but he was still second to Tarkin in terms of like, doesn't, because he says something about like, you need to still, you need to have a vision about how you're going to use it, not just how right. you build it, but how you use it. Right. And so, I guess maybe Palpatine saw, maybe I guess maybe Palpatine saw Tarkin as like a person who would be worthy to like in Palpatine's stead use the Death Star as the right sort of tool that it needed to be used for. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, which which I mean, if very well be if Palpatine sees that Tarkin is willing to just destroy an entire planet as a show of whatever like i guess i guess he chose the right guy right <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's true that's true alderaan gets blown up and that's like and who like only a few people would have the stones not that it takes courage but it takes it takes something to decide to blow up a planet you know like yeah. i'm not sure courage is the right word but it takes it takes something and not everyone has that something but I'm not yeah. saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying very few people would actually be willing to, to say, yes, blow it up, yeah. you know? Yeah. And whatever that thing is, Tarkin has it. Maybe the well, Palpatine sees that. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of the nuking of Hiroshima, right? That yeah. Somebody had to make that call. Somebody had to say, all right, okay. Pull the Drop them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So. Well, okay. From their perspective, they're not the bad guys, right? Well, at least not. Yeah. I mean, from the emperor, maybe the emperor thinks, "Yeah, I'm bad. I'm a bad motherfucker." But like, Harkin and the rest of the military, they don't see themselves they as the bad see... guy. They see themselves as serving the empire, serving right. the greater because, good, right? Because they all just they all just like sewed a different patch on their uniforms, right? right. Like a, a right. year ago, they were like republic military, and now they are empire military. Right. Same difference. The, they they view it as a continuous thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So and, yeah. And so like so for him blowing up Alderaan isn't about sending a message so much as it is or not it's it's more it's more about trying to end this rebellion against the the empire. If you like know what the I mean. sort of the the rightful government of the galaxy. Right, right. Yeah. Like the the 
like nobody wanted to destroy Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They wanted to end the war, right? Yeah. Well, I hope. I would hope. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know those people's hearts, but y- you know, you would assume that there was no like, <laughs> I'm gonna burrito them up. Yeah. You know? But like, you know, no, no mustache twirling involved, right? Right. But in their minds, that was the way to stop the war from continuing. And in 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 Tarkin's mind, blowing up Alderaan was a path to ending this conflict with the rebels right right so 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 what you're saying is and i'm going to hold you to this forever and ever is you're saying that grand moff tarkin is functionally equivalent to president truman of the united states and that and that and that destroying alderaan was the moral equivalent of of hiroshima nagasaki (laughs) In terms of, in terms of everything there, right? Okay, got it. We can just go on. You're, I, I got it. You're, you're good. You got it. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad we, I'm glad we pinned you down there. <laughs> Perfect moral parallel. Just, just like they are one and the same That's moral right. equivalent thing. In fact, <laughs> in fact, this was George Lucas's version of that. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> like hot, hot take george lucas is a fan of the empire in all of these movies <laughs> he doesn't see himself as a rebel george lucas sees himself as tarkin george lucas sees himself like he's like tarkin made the decision that no one else could make <laughs> could you imagine a telling from the empire's point of view right oh my god holy shit they oh. should do that they should. they should they should make like an infinities comic where it's all about like the trials and tribulations of like the empire having to deal with all these fucking rebels and like right. all these uprisings and stuff trying well to i mean because because like because you got to imagine that like all these various uprisings across different planets across the galaxy weren't all these fucking noble you know uprisings uh with Every, everyone on the rebel side was pure of heart and everyone the everyone on the empire side was darkened to black with whatever right like right. because in any in any war both sides commit atrocities right the mm-hmm. the allies firebombed and killed hundreds of thousands more people than they probably needed to in in germany as well and all these kind of things right like yeah there's there's uh like th- there's there if if you just zoom out enough and and you want it there's there you can easily make stories where the rebellion or rebels on a certain planet commit atrocities against empire garrisons or whatever on the planet you know what i mean you mean like making them dig their own graves and then cutting <laughs> off their faces <laughs> now what you know, oh. wear his face to his house to your house and see how long it takes him to figure out it's not you what what <laughs> oh man call call back to uh family guy there yeah Sorry about that. Oh no, that's okay. Yeah, that's. (laughs) I still think that's that's just that's like really fucking dark. That yeah, that was dark. So, do you think that it was Palpatine? What do you mean? Do you think Palps was the one that hired these bounty hunters to go after Vader? Oh, there's part of me that trusts Palpatine to cop to the things he does. 
right? Because he says, no, no, I don't test that way. I teach. Right. You know what I mean? Because Vader says, was this a test? And Palpatine's like, I don't test, I teach. Right. Like, and so, so like with Vader and with grooming a Sith apprentice, I feel like he's, he's not nice to Vader by any stretch of the imagination. But I do feel like he does have an interest in sharpening his tool as best he can. And so I don't, I don't think Palpatine is very like necessarily deceitful to Vader, at least in terms of things like that. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, you can make the argument either way. Yeah. But I think that, I think that, I think that it very well could have been him Mm -hmm. because I don't think I don't I don't think it was an, an intent to be deceitful. I think what it was was an intent it was it, the intention was to up invader up to because I mean he's talking about, you know, you gotta infuse your lightsaber with pain and you know your anger and all this other stuff. And that's really kind of the Sith's the Sith way, right? You've got to you've got to subsist on this anger and this hatred, right? Well, if you were questioning whether or not the guy that you work for was trying to have you killed, you know, you might you might still subsist on some. You might still have some extra hate in there for you for him, you know. Still <laughs> a little bit yeah. of a pocket, of, a little pocket of hate waiting for him. Yeah, just a little, um, little pocket of hate. <laughs> I'm using my iPad right now to everyone who's watching this. Uh, nobody. Um, <laughs> Because isn't part of the impetus for Vader to say to the Emperor, you need to declare that I'm your guy? Yeah. Part of the impetus for that is because it, there's there's a brief interlude between Vader coming back to Palpatine and saying, hey, did you do this? And Palpatine says, no, I didn't. I do not test. I teach. And there's like a two-page interlude. And there's two people in masks at a table, like a bar. And they, one of them says, I have unfortunate news. Our quarry survived. So I took that to mean that Vader, that their quarry was Vader, and that Palpatine was not the person who did this. So then who are <laughs> because, they? Then? Because, yeah, and they're both wearing like a, weird helmets. And, oh yeah, and, and here we go, that's right. During this process... Vader is in his like meditation state. Oh, I love that meditation like, state. Isn't that way. that's the coolest fucking thing? Yeah. And and you get the sense that Vader can almost sense this conversation. I didn't catch that. I didn't. I didn't pick yeah. up on that. You should. Okay. Oh, and the oh yes yes yes. Here's that's right. I forgot about this. The last page before Vader goes back to the Emperor and says, "You need to like." You need to like buff me up for the troops. Yeah, Vader. Vader's like force form is watching those guys talk. Um, and then his force form sees a vision of the guy that he was choking for Palpatine. Wow! And then Vader under the helmet goes, "Huh?" And then he goes to Palpatine and says, "You need to you need to buff me in front of the troops." So I think Vader. With with his like huge powers in the force, right? Yeah, was able to sense that this guy 
was the guy. So I, th- I think what this is saying, this is the page. If it, I don't know if you can see it or not. Uh, it probably comes across weird in the camera, but he, he sees his force form, sees a vision of that commander guy who was choking for failing right. at whatever, right? At the beginning of this two-issue arc even, right? Yeah, or I think that... so. That might have even been before. Yeah, that might have been before. So so I think... I, I, so maybe that's why I don't think it was Palpatine. Because I think it was... I think I think the author was trying to say it was that guy and, and somebody my, else. And my dumbass just completely missed it and didn't even think of it. Well, it would be easy to skip through because it's only a couple pages between scenes, you know? Yeah. Or not put two and two together, but yeah. So, so I think that was what it was. But now I lost the thread of what we're ta- we're trying to get to, though. Where I was saying oh, it could have been the it could have been, could have been Palpatine. Palpatine. But I think I think you're right then. I just completely missed it. I'll be honest with you, I read this only two weeks ago. At this probably, point, so. probably, probably around the same time I did, which is why I had to. Which is why I had to. I literally pulled out my iPad before we started because I wanted to be able to to flip back to it. Oh, nice. Okay, so we've talked about. We kind of have gone from the back to the front here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's because there's this whole other issue where Vader is on some other planet after after his quarry. Mm-hmm. The, the after a rumored Jedi, right in the in the thing, which is where the bounty hunters actually end up striking. Yeah, family yeah. of bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that ninth sister who is like <laughs> she's is like this huge hulking beast kind of person who also is in the Fallen Order game. Right, you fight her at some point in Fallen Order. Right, and she has some attitude towards Vader. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing to have somebody be like, "Fine, whatever," Blah. you know, to like his <laughs> various commands, you know. Yeah, yeah. She turns off her comm link. Oh, can't hear you. She's <laughs> like, "Oops, going through a tunnel." Going through a tunnel. Yeah. Fuck you. Going, going through a space tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she said something. She tells Vader what it's like to be a Jedi, because she doesn't know that vader was a jedi yeah interesting so my the question i had in my head then was like what what do the inquisitors think vader is i think i think they just think he's sith but don't but then wouldn't they know that all sith were at one point jedi you don't just come out of the womb (laughs) sithy right you (laughs) except 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 also what was palpatine's story there though because he didn't go to the jedi academy did he well maybe not Oh, and neither did Maul. Maul never was a Jedi. Maul, yeah. Maul was uh, just taken by its hey, He was Palpatine. taken as a kid. Right? Just like the fucking Jedi do. Um, oh my god. So so I guess maybe I guess maybe there's a valid point that you can that 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 it is possible to just to be Sith but not have been originally a Jedi. Yeah. Although <clears throat> the Sith pretty much still depend on the Jedi for most of their like dark side fodder basically though right yeah yeah Yeah. all their dark side needs all their for for all your force sensitive needs stop by the jedi temple and corrupt corrupt some jedi (laughs) are you looking for jedi to corrupt (laughs) come on down to coruscant come twist some minds with us So discount Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So the Inquisitors must just think that he just is like 
Palpatine's buddy who could sort of was in training before and now has made an appearance. Yeah. Do the Inquisitors know that Palpatine is Sith? I yeah, know. I think they do. I think, think the so? Grand I think the Grand Inquisitor said enough to make me think that he knows that Palpatine is Darth Sidious. Because Sidious turned him too. Right. Yeah. So I think I think I think the Inquisitors know. Well, they know that Darth Sidious exists. I, I guess maybe I don't know whether they know it's Palpatine. Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't see the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm languishing on this point too much. But it, like, just oh, that's okay. That this interplay is still still interesting to me. The, the yeah. what people what do people believe Vader and Palpatine are? So I noticed two things in the the battle in the bar. Yeah. The first thing is so the so the so the, the girl who's like the child of the bounty, she's like the child bounty hunter or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the teenager bounty hunter. Yeah. She has like a tractor rifle. Yeah. And she points it at Vader's lightsaber and she yanks the lightsaber away from him, right? right. And then he grabs it with the force and tries to yank it back. Right. I noticed that Vader made a mistake there. He shouldn't have grabbed the lightsaber with the force. He should have grabbed the tractor rifle with the force. Uh, yeah, I suppose. And yanked that out of her hands. Right? Because yeah. he could just yank that out of her hands. Because, yeah. And then he wouldn't have to like destroy his own lightsaber to, to get it back or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the, a very the, last Jedi moment where it kind of just splits and. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. Because it because it was caught like they because they said well no Jedi is powerful enough to pull it back from a tractor rifle. Yeah. And then here's Vader like stopping it and like getting it back you know yanking it yanking it hard enough to pull the lightsaber itself apart. Um. Okay. Yeah. The other thing was that like it was just kind of sickening but also like okay I guess. Where, so they turn their shields on, right, in the bar, yeah. and Vader just uses the other patrons, like he's Vader hurls the other patrons at the shields of these people, like as yeah. though they are just less than nothing to him, right? He's just like, oh, there's a Mont Calamari guy there, and throw throw that throw the Mont Calamari at the girl with the shield, yeah. you know? <sighs> yeah, I. I mean- he did a good job of of making Vader as as evil as possible. I yeah, guess. just like yeah. So I want to go back to that point that you brought up with the tractor rifle, and there was a co- the comment that the mother Ramit or something like that says to the daughter, and she says that no Jedi is powerful enough to is more no Jedi is more powerful than a a tractor rifle. Which makes me wonder how much does the average person know about what the Jedi can and cannot do? Yeah. Because any Jedi should be more powerful than a tractor rifle. Yeah. I mean, like, to a great degree, because you can see that, like, it, it seems like most Jedi, it seems like it anyway, have the ability, given, given enough sort of concentration can can just telekinetically move like really big things yeah. or really heavy things you know and and so like it 
yeah, that's. Huh. I wonder if the Jedi cultivate that almost, like, like. In other words, is it better for the Jedi also not to have people really know what exactly what they're capable of? I you know suppose, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. It kind of adds to the mystery, then, right? Right. And if you're if you're using the Jedi in a peacekeeping sense, not as a soldier, um, then it, maybe it maybe it kind of makes sense to have like an aura of mystique around them, in terms of like what what can they do, you know? Yeah. So that, yeah, that you're probably you're probably like you you're probably right is that the average person has no idea what a Jedi can do because hmm. it seems like the for using the force is so rare at least to the to the level that the Jedi use it that right. like most people have never seen anybody use the force you know so like what would it even what would that even look like to most people you know what was it that we were just talking about that um oh Leia like I don't even remember what what it was that we were what what we were discussing. But, oh, it was in it was in that uh, that current Star Wars series where Leia sees Luke levitate like a gun towards her, and she's just like, "Man, whatever." And we talked about that a little bit because maybe or maybe Bale had set her up to know what a Jedi's power was and what, oh. what a Jedi could do. But so she's not the average Joe. She's not the average Jane or whatever. She's got some inside knowledge. But if you yeah. figure like some random moisture farmer or some dude that's you know a cargo pilot out of you know Narshada or whatever, they yeah, don't know what if I don't know? I can they, do. Don't, they don't know what the Force can do or the Jedi can do. They don't right. Like nobody around the, nobody around them would have ever had enough power to to do anything anyway like the, you would never have seen yeah yeah you just would never have seen anybody use the force that way hmm. so how like yeah so and plus i mean i mean the, the other thing too is that like across all of the various media you know the the various jedi actually can do like things that other jedi can't do so it's it's also murky inside the jedi too like yeah even true. if you it, like in other words, so even if you were around the jedi you still would be like, so what's your Jedi power? Can you like <laughs> see through walls or whatever? You know, like, cause like, it's, it's like, like the, the Jedi, Jedi X-Men. Jedi X-Men. <laughs> hey, what's your special talent? <laughs> Me, I uh, stick to walls. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's a good point. Huh. Hmm. Do, you, do you suppose, do you suppose the average kid before the empire like learned about the Jedi that I mean that they exist at least like well okay so Anakin out on the outer rim knew what a Jedi was and he was in he was enslaved he wouldn't have had like your normal access to books or a library or something like that Watto would have had yeah. him, you know work sleep work sleep you know yeah so somewhere their legend grows, They're whether like, by word of mouth or whatever, you know. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. So, like, yeah. So they are no, so they are known, but they are mysterious, though. Right. Because just because you would never see one, basically. Right. Yeah. Like, and you, and and if you if you don't see one, and you don't have firsthand experience. You could make that grow in any 
any kind of capacity. Oh, you know, you know, like like the uh, like the uh, like the Braveheart thing, right? You remember the movie Braveheart? There's a there's that that speech that Mel Gibson gives at the end of Braveheart or towards the end of Braveheart, where he's telling everybody, you know, that he's he's William Wallace, and the other guy says, "Now nah, William William Wallace is seven feet tall," and uh, and Mel Gibson says, "Yeah, I've heard, and I shoot fireballs out of my ass, <laughs> but it's me." Truly, you know, so like that's that's the same thing with the Jedi, right? They, you know, like, oh, Jedi can you know, lift things with their mind. Yeah. And I heard they can bake bread without having to, you know, harvest wheat yeah, or right. whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your useless fucking, <laughs> well, maybe not useless. You could feed, you know, feed people that way. But yeah, I think that the Jedi subsist on their legend being passed. Yeah. Yeah verbally you know yeah nobody has jedi business cards be like (laughs) mace windu senior jedi (laughs) jedi management (laughs) oh god like then you've got well you've got jocasta new right but then you've also got like the guy that works on the jedi newspaper you know i'm a jedi reporter editor-in-chief Jedi Times News or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a real fucking Jedi, man. We're great. Go on, Johnson. Grab your lightsaber. <laughs> your typewriter, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I wonder if there were jobs like that for the Jedi. Yeah. Jedi. Uh, I mean, the Jedi, Jedi social media coordinator, you know, Jedi. Uh, <laughs> Just... Jedi trash collector. And... Jedi trash collector. <laughs> oh, that poor sad guy. He's like Dude, levitating the, he's the just containers like, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yoda, Yoda just tosses a banana peel off his little floaty thing, and the Jedi <laughs> trash guy is like, and he just like picks it up with the force, and puts it in the trash. You know, he's right next to the fucking trash. He's right next to it. <laughs> <sighs> Hate those guys in the council. <laughs> so I'd I'd say this is a good place to kind of wrap. Yeah, and just just like always, just like always, we have more to t- to discuss than I thought we would. <laughs> yeah, for these, we always, you know, do. We, we always do. <laughs> this one, yeah. I think this, I think this, based on how long we've been talking, I think this also graduated out of Castle Run status in terms of <laughs> yeah, in yeah. terms of the episode size <laughs> and scope of discussion. <laughs> It's more like a Kessel road trip. Kessel. Than just a Kessel run, you know. It's a, it's a Kessel journey, man. Kessel journey, man. It's not, Kessel. The, it's not the Kessel destination. It's the Kessel journey. <laughs> the, re- the real Kessel run was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. <laughs> so... Let's see. Do we still need to decide what we're going to do next? Right? Do we? Right. we haven't yeah. Done well, that yet, well, we? we well one of the you threw out there that you wanted to continue on with this, and I'm all on board with that. But we do we need a second. The thing that lost out the last time was stories from a certain point of view. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, so, yeah. okay. So here's the, my here's my coin. Okay. I, because I like that one. I love that idea still. Okay. The certain point of view stories. Um. So let's do, here's the coin. Let's do Vader as 
obviously the Vader comic. And then heads will be uh, from a certain point of view stories. Right on. And now we let the force decide. Hey, more Vader. More Vader. Okay, so we got to figure out what the next arc is and we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I read it, but I'm going to enjoy reading it again because, like I said, it's it's good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. But I, so I didn't take notes. A... So uh, that's we'll get some notes and stuff too. Well, sometimes but, it um, helps to read something for enjoyment first and then go yeah, back and, and then like, go back. read it and take your notes and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So or that's like... what we're doing. We're, we're all set to go. All right. Thanks for uh, listening to the runs there, people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later.